did one hell of a job. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about you, Cowboys? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, Cowboys Nation, wherever you are, wherever you are. This is Cowboys in Chaos. I am your host, Kelly K9. And I am your host, Megan, aka MC. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Cowboys in Chaos. I know my life has been super chaotic lately. How have you been, Kelly? I never have any chaos in my life. It's all smooth sailing and rainbows, <laughs> unicorns, yeah. and gumdums. Same, yeah. I totally. Can't relate. Can't relate. <laughs> no, it's been good. It's it's been good. It's been fast paced. So got a good got a crazy week going on this week. Just work at a dealership so the last day of the month is always pretty hectic so this today was pretty crazy but we closed out a good month which means i get a good paycheck which means that uh that i'm happy so got me a miller cold miller light in my hand and uh my best friend and co-host on the uh on the line here so hey it's a, hey. It's a good evening hey did you um I forgot we're recording on Wednesday. So did you watch the game last night, the Michigan game? Yeah, you know, I didn't because so since we didn't do the podcast, I talked to my girlfriend and she was like, well, hey, we should grill out. And so we grilled out and then we have some shows that we watch together. So I agreed to watch the shows. I just, it wasn't that I didn't think that it was going to be a good game. I just, once my, it's, similar to Cowboys football whenever my team is actually was in the running you know what I mean it'd be different if Texas Tech was not in the tournament you know what yeah. I mean maybe I would have been more interested in the tournament but once my team's out of it it kind of zaps the energy out of me you know what I mean because I'm like yeah. I'm expecting something from my squad I at least expected them to get into the sweet 16 and and they failed to do that so I just it kind of zapped it out of me after that I really haven't watched I don't think I've watched probably more than five ten minutes of basketball since then i really haven't been keeping up with it too much but i i did hear it was i mean i saw the score um i looked at the score first thing this morning because i thought of you and thought oh i wonder if michigan won and saw the score and i was like oh it's a close game kind of like when tech was sometimes those heartbreakers yeah sometimes those heartbreakers are worse than a blowout oh for sure and what made it even worse was that it was just so drawn out like every each team had like a couple timeouts left. So the clock went from oh, like yeah, 30 seconds timeout. Okay. Start the clock. It, it was like the longest 30 seconds of my life. And it was just, Oh God, yeah. what a pain. I loss. know. I, I would say, I would say basketball is the absolute worst um, at that. When you talking about like the, the time clock and how it runs. Cause it's like, I remember oh, one time yeah. my kid, uh, one of my kids was like, how much is left in this basketball game? I'm like two minutes. And they came back in like five minutes later. Like, is this not over? And I'm like, nah, it's probably about a minute left. And they were like, you said that like five minutes ago. I said, well, yeah, but they, cause I mean, they like <laughs> alternate time. It's so strategic. It's like, they'll take a timeout. Then the mm-hmm. team gets back on the floor and the other coach takes a timeout. Cause he wanted to look at the, you know, the defensive or offensive adjustment alignment. And then he makes his adjustments in his lineup and, it's just like, I mean, seriously, two minutes in a basketball game can literally be 10 to 15. Right. And I it's think at, I think at one point, the very end, I think we they started the clock again with like a half a second, literally 0. 0.5 of a second remaining. And I'm just like, can we just end this, please? Like, <laughs> we're not yeah, getting, right. like, come on. But I don't know. We made it to the Elite Eight. We seem to be stuck there the last few years, <clears throat> but... I don't know. Maybe Jim Harbaugh can take some some uh, coaching pointers from Howard because I like him as a coach. I, th- I think he's going to have a good career in Michigan, but Harbaugh, not so much, even though he just signed an extension, which is still mind-blowing to me. But, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, well, you, you know, he's, he's, he's a respected coach, and I mean, I don't, I don't really follow much of Michigan football, but I know that he's definitely fallen short of what they thought he was going to do when he first came there. They thought he was going to be like an Urban Meyer was, you know, was at Ohio State type mm-hmm. guy, you know. Yeah. Um, and he's definitely, you know, has not yeah. lived up to that <laughs> expectation, I would say. He's fallen short of that. So, yeah, I don't know, you know, maybe, I don't know, who knows, maybe he'll, I I kind of am surprised that he stayed in college football as long as he has, to be honest with you. I kind of figured he'd, uh, he'd try his hand at the NFL again because I thought, he, you know, he did a pretty decent job while he was in the NFL. And you and figured, me both. Hey, 
probably going to get back into it, but yeah, he's, I think, seems to be content. I think he did a lot better in the NFL. Um, I think a lot of coaches who start oh, yeah. out in the NFL, I think it it's hard to switch from one or the other and be as successful, but I know that Jim Harbaugh really, um, he actually, like, he's kind of a trash coach as far as, I mean, he just sucks, but he does a lot for the school. He does a lot for, he likes giving back to the community. I mean, he's a, he's very active. Um, and I think helping, you know, with the youth is what is more rewarding for him, which is cool. But if you could do that and win some games, that'd be even better. But whatever. Yeah. It's like, okay, help the youth. But, you know, how about beat Ohio State every once in a while? <laughs> at least while I'm alive. Like, at least right. another time before I die. But, um, oh, funny story really quick. So speaking of trash, this is legitimately what my, reminded me. So I've had a broken trash can for the past two and a half years because it's like the kind that you like step on the thing, but in the lid opens. Yeah. Well, the lid Mm -hmm. has just like, it's not worked. The lid is just like completely off. Every time I'm at the store, I'm like, do I want to spend 15, 20 bucks? Nah, I'll do it next time. And it's just been like that for like two years. So Finally, I just decided to order one off Amazon because I buy everything off Amazon. It's kind of bad. But I'm like, yeah, let me just order this trash can. Finally, I can have a decent trash can that I don't have to, like, touch when I throw something away. Awesome. Cool. It comes today, and I'm thinking it's, like, a regular size kitchen trash can. It's, like, a bathroom (laughs) size. Oh, it's, it's like six inches tall. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I already threw I my mean, other one away. <laughs> oh, great. Well, now you're going to have to definitely go do some more what shopping for fuck? trash cans. <laughs> well, hey, you could fit. You're, you're like, well, I'm going to clean out the fridge. You're like, here's last night's dinner. Oh, trash cans full. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, seriously? Ugh. Yeah, I that's the only thing that I don't that I when it comes to online shopping, there are certain things that I will get, but certain things I have to see in person just because I've I've made similar mistakes in terms of like buying something. And then you're like, oh, wow, that's really not what I thought it was. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, it looks way bigger on the deal. And you're like, oh, OK. So, yeah, I, either that or I look at the measurements now on certain things. I'm like, OK, how big is this? Let me see if I can get, because a lot of times they'll have like the dimensions or whatever. And then you can look and be like, oh, wait a second. This ain't going to work. But well, now, you know, for next time, you're going to do your research. I mean, I thought I had that. Is that the normal size? See, see, that's the thing. Like, that's that's what I have in my kitchen. I don't know. Like, who just knows that? Like, who just knows how many gallons a trash can is? Like, is that a a common thing that people just know? Well, it's it says it on the outside of the trash can when you buy it. It's 13 gallon trash can. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of common knowledge, Megan. I mean, Jesus, fucking visit a Walmart, why don't you? <laughs> Give me a. First of all, you know how I feel about Walmart. <laughs> I don't. I don't fuck with Walmart. Okay. Okay, we'll go. Walmart, Target, Dollar General, Cracker Jack, Piggly Wiggly. Hold Whoever up. sells trash cans. What the fuck is a Cracker Jack? Um, I don't know. I was just saying stuff. Oh. I don't think that's a real store. That's a popcorn, I believe, but I don't know. <laughs> I was just saying shit. Just saying shit to say shit. <laughs> that's, that's pretty Sounds sure that's not right. a store. Might have been thinking of crack. Might have been thinking about Cracker Barrel, but I'm pretty sure they don't sell garbage cans there. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Well, speaking of different stores, so, oh my god, do you ever run into someone? Or you don't like run into them, but you see someone that you're like, oh my God, I hope they don't see me. And if they do see me, I hope that they are like dreading seeing me as much as I'm dreading them. And you just hope to God, like yeah. a conversation does not happen. Oh, uh, usually, usually if that, usually if that happens, I just straight duck out. Like I'll, if I see somebody, I go in a full recon mode. Like I'll be ducking into a clothes rack or fucking just take off sprinting down the back sprinting down aisles and shit so i'm serious i'll fucking i'll go straight call of duty on these so prone i'll get down on the ground and start crawling and shit like they see me do they see me am i good am i no. good okay typically no, i'm the yeah, same I'll, 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 I'll evade 
I'll do anything I can to avoid the situation. Even if it's someone that I just like, I'm cool with, but I'm just like really not in the mood to talk. Like I will just do anything I can to avoid it. Well, yeah, this happened to me a couple days ago and I could not avoid the situation because it was just me and this other person in the aisle in one aisle. And by the time I realized who it was, it was like one of those things where when, by the time you realize who it is, is when you're like making eye contact oh, and they shit, were like, yeah, it's too late. Well, and you're committed. Oh, so the person that this happened to be, and I'm going to ask you what your version of this story is, because we all have a worst date experience. Everyone has the worst date. Everyone's had one awful date that they remember. This was that person. And I was like, oh my God. Like, seriously, out of all the aisles in this store, out of all the stores in the area, like, I have to run into you right now. I didn't talk to him. I kept on walking like I'd never, like, I didn't know him. But oh my God. Oh my God. So I have to tell you. He said hi. No, he didn't say hi to me. And I didn't want to say hi to him. Well, you know. Kelly, if you understood the. This was the worst date I've ever been on in my entire life. And I don't even, I still to this day, I don't understand like why. So, okay. Little backstory. This guy, when I used to bartend, he would come in. I used to close every Saturday night. Um, He would come in just about every Saturday, if not every Saturday, like very often. Um, And he would like watch a couple of the games or whatever was on, you know, he was always like really quiet, but so cute like I had like the biggest crush on him and all the girls knew that I like oh god I thought he was so hot but he like never talked he always like kept to himself but like when he did talk he was like pretty flirty and you know how you can like tell when someone's into you like you could just get that vibe so like even even though he would only say like one or two words like I got that vibe well I like and this went on for like ever like, he would come in. I'm like, man, is this dude, like, ever going to ask me for my number or what? Like, progressively, he started to get a little bit more flirty, whatever. Well, one day, I was actually working day shift, and I had gotten off work, and he came in about the time I got off work. So, a lot of times after I got off, if I had nothing going on, I would sit and have a drink, you know, just chill with my friends or whatever. Um, so, I'm like, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have a drink if he's here. So I pretended to, like, not make it obvious, but I definitely hung around, like, so I could hang out with him a little bit. And long story short, he ended up asking me on a date. I was so excited. Blah, 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 whatever. Couldn't wait. So the evening of the date comes, and I'm, like, nervous, excited. Um, I, I'm, like, kind of weird, though. Maybe not weird. Maybe a lot of people do this. I don't know. But, like, when I go on a first date with someone that I really don't know, I don't want them to pick me up like I like to meet them one so I have an escape like if I really need to leave you know what I mean I don't (laughs) want to have to rely on them taking me anywhere too if it goes really really bad I don't necessarily want them to know where I live so let's just meet up for the first date so we did no big deal that's how I prefer it um so we go to the sports bar and it was cool you know whatever like doing the whole small talk thing and I'm like, well, this is this will be fine. It's kind of awkward, but you know, all first dates kind of are. And yeah. So I. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm just like I'm trying to decide wh- where to start because just so many it went downhill so quickly. So, um, we get the the waiter comes over. He's like, you know, you guys ready to order? And I was like, yeah. We were at a place that's known for their pizza. And I was like, no, I need a minute. And he looked at me. He's like, what? You're not just going to get a salad? And I was like, "Mm, I hadn't decided. I may. I mean, what are you trying to insinuate? Um, I was like, we need a minute, please. You know, thanks. And I was like, after the waiter walked away, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get a salad. He's like, oh, you just look like you get salads. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but I mean, like, I do like, I, I like salad. Yeah. But I mean, now I feel like I'm definitely not going to order a salad just because you said that. So the waiter comes back and he orders, 
he orders first, which I think is kind of rude. Like, I don't know. I'm not like this picky, but like, isn't the guy technically supposed to be like, you can go ahead. You know what I mean? Or I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just thinking of like a romantic movie or something. I don't know. Maybe my expectations are too high, (laughs) but anyway, so he orders and then rather than let me order for myself, he's because he ordered a large pizza and I'm assuming I'm thinking like, wow, he's, he must be hungry. And rather than let me order, he said, she'll take a side salad. He had the courtesy of asking me what dressing I wanted, which I thought was very sweet. And then he said, she can just split my pizza with me. Uh. I said, <laughs> I like gave him this look and I was like, and I looked at the waiter and I was just like, I'll take another beer. And yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like, I'm not even gonna, what the fuck? Okay. So that was strike one. That was just the beginning. So I'm like, wow, that's kind of odd. Okay. Like this, this man encouraged me to eat a salad. Like maybe I need to eat nothing but salad and run a bit or something i don't know um then he (laughs) like literally rather like he technically ordered me a side salad like he did not want to pay for anything other than a side salad for me which whatever so i get over it we're talking whatever it's decent i get up to use the bathroom okay obviously i take my purse with me in case i need to like touch up the makeup whatever so I get a text message while I'm in the bathroom, and it's from him. I'm like, what the fuck? This is weird. I open up the text, and it's literally a video of a woman getting a, a dick shoved down her throat. While I, was, while I was in the restroom, and he was in the, at the table. He sent me a video. 15 minutes in, and a dick. 15 minutes into the podcast, and the dick then came up, guys. <laughs> Just want to timestamp this. Okay, TLD, yeah. TLD, time of dick. <laughs> time of go, dick. Go ahead. <laughs> go, go ahead. Proceed. But <laughs> I'm in the restroom, and I'm looking at my phone, and I'm like, did he really just send me, like, a porn video? Like, what is he? Oh, like, yeah, that's bold. Did he mean to send me this? Is he trying to tell me something? Am I, I mean, what the fuck? What? So then I sit back down and it's a bit uncomfortable. I was like, so that was an interesting text you sent me. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I liked it. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) so then we finished dinner. It's as you can imagine, a bit awkward. And he says, do you want to go grab drinks somewhere else? And I'm like, at this point I'm thinking, not really, but maybe a couple more drinks might help. So, because he's still really cute, you know, whatever. Maybe he's yeah, just, yeah. I don't know. So I'm like, sure, we, I can meet you over at, you know, we ended up meeting at this other bar close to where we were. We go in, have a couple drinks. He talks to the bartender the entire time, which I don't care. Like, typically, like, if I'm at a bar with my guy or whatever, like, I don't care if we talk to the bartender. I like ha- making conversation with the people around me. But when you only talk to the bartender and I literally feel like I should scoot over and let her sit down. Like I'm interfering, like I'm the <laughs> third wheel on my own date. Then it's kind of weird. Like we, he didn't talk to me like the entire time. Like, and eventually I just like sat on my phone. I was like texting my girls. I'm like, Hey, you guys want to meet up? Cause I got a babysitter for the night and this is not shit. So <laughs> what's going on? And <laughs> so, yeah. So I just, Oh, and I paid for my tab. Uh, the server gave us two separate checks and he like, didn't even like mention it, which, okay. You know, whatever. I don't, again, I don't have a problem with paying my own tab, but when you ask a girl on a date and then ask her to go to drinks somewhere, it kind of insinuates that you are taking her out. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm like, okay, at this point I'm just like, whatever, like get me the fuck out of here. So it's like January. It's really, really cold outside. We walk outside. I'm thinking like he's going to walk me to my car, at least give me a hug, you know, so I can tell him thanks for dinner. <laughs> thanks for the dinner that you decided I wanted. Thanks for the pizza. Right. <laughs> thanks for some thanks of for your dinner. Me share. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks for letting me share your dinner. Right. Um, 
yeah, so we get outside and he stops and I'm like, well, my car's over here. And he's like, oh, okay. And I was like, it was like a 30 second awkward pause. And I was like, are you going to walk me to my car? And he's like, well, mine's right here though. And I was like, you know what? Goodbye. <laughs> Good night. I'm like, why did I? Like that just topped it off. I was like, good night. See you later. Have a good one. <laughs> and that was it. What the fuck was that? Like, I, if you if you're not into it, like that's fine. But don't like make me sit through an entire day. You know what I mean? Like, and then say, oh well, my car, mine's right here though. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Sorry. Goodbye. That was by far the worst date I've ever been on in my entire life. Ever. Well, yeah, that's that's not great. Um, that's not great for sure. That's very that's a lot of awkwardness. I would say that the I don't know, that one was all over the place though, with the sharing of the pizza and the the porn video and yeah. I don't even I don't think I send my girlfriend now who I've been with for, you know, a couple of months already now. I don't think I would even send her a porn video ever. That's like, I don't know. It's weird. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I guess, I. you know, I didn't, I didn't really do, I haven't really done a lot of dating. I, I hooked up with some people um, back in my younger days. And then, I mean, I was married for, wifed up for almost 20 years, right at about 20 years. So I didn't do a lot of dating. And then, you know, recently single and I've dated a little bit. I've had... Yeah, I've, I've had my my share of dates, I guess. I don't know more hookups than dates, really, since I've been since I was single before I landed Sarah here. But mm-hmm. I guess my worst date that I've had since I was since I was single, since I guess since I separated from my from my ex wife, was um, this girl that I met on. Um, on a Facebook dating app, that Facebook dating app that I used to send you all them crazy ass pictures and <laughs> yeah. fug, fugly ass people and Lord For- Lord Farquaad <laughs> fucking liking my shit. Like I got some weird ass people. Like it was like all these people that like my profile pic were just like hideous. Like it looked like, I mean, Bigfoot exists. I, I know that now because Bigfoot <laughs> liked my picture and her name, her name, her name was uh, Lauren, I believe. But uh, anyway, I saw, so, so this one girl, she likes my status number, like not likes my status, likes my picture. We we match or whatever. And I'm like, damn, she is hot, like one of the hottest girls I've seen on here. So we start talking, and we get to talking, and we're talking nonstop for a couple of days, like just all day, you know, back and forth. I'm at work, she's at, she's at work. We're talking, and uh, you know, she sends me a couple of pictures, and she adds me on Snapchat. She's like, hey, add me on Snapchat. We add each other on Snapchat. Tar- start talking on Snapchat. I, you know, she sends me a few pictures through Snapchat, even a couple of you know little short videos or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is really her. This is what she looks like. And you know, not even thinking that Snapchat has filters and shit like that or whatever. But <laughs> so we agree that we are, man, we're hitting it off. We we like a lot of the same stuff. You know, things are just rolling. And I'm like, all right, well, let's. So we we. I asked her if she'd like to go on a date. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, so I have this whole date planned out. And I'm like, I'm going to take her to this nice restaurant. We're going to go out. We're going to cruise some go-karts afterwards. Well, she, you know, she's talking about how she can't wait for this date. She wishes it was sooner. And I'm like, well, you know what? I was like, I don't, I don't actually have any kids uh, this weekend. I was like, so instead of Saturday, if you want to go out on a pre-date date, I was like, well, maybe we can go have a couple of drinks or something if you want. And uh, on Friday night, if you'd like. And she's like, I would love that. And I'm like, all right, cool. So. I give the address to my apartment because, um, you know, I feel like she just come over there to my place. I asked her, I was like, you want me to pick you up or you want to come to my place? And she's like, I'll just come to your place. I'm like, all right, cool. So she comes over to my place um, and she pulls up. She says, she texts me and she says, I'm here. And she, by this time she had my phone number now. So we're texting. And so I'm like, all right, cool. So I come out to meet her outside. And right away when I see her, right away, I'm like, whoa she don't look like what she looked like in her pictures or her she's a professional (laughs) angler and when i say angler i'm not talking about fisher i'm talking about somebody that takes really good angle pictures because okay a couple of things one like she wasn't like she wasn't like really really she wasn't like really ugly she was still cute Mm-hmm. But she didn't look nothing like her pictures. She didn't look nothing like so she filtered she even filtered her videos, which I don't 
I don't know how to do that on Snapchat. Um, well, I mean, I do when you do the funky faces or whatever, but I didn't know you could make filters that take away some of your, I don't know, her features looked very different. In fact, <laughs> I almost thought maybe this was like her sister or something, you know what I mean? I'm like, maybe this is a relative of her and she sent her relative instead <laughs> to like punk me out. I was looking for Ashton Kutcher and shit, but anyway, she's like, uh, she says, well, hey, do you, do you smoke? And I'm like, cigarettes or and she's like well no do you do you smoke? and i'm like oh well yeah i occasionally take part in the in the, in the cannabis sativa smoking and she's like well good because i brought a i brought a nerd a nerd rope edible i bought some smoke i want to go inside and, and smoke and i'm like before we got on to drinks and i'm like all right cool so now you should know i'm not an everyday smoker i'm not somebody that smokes on a regular basis but I do like to enjoy my I do do enjoy my share of, of of the THC. So nothing wrong with that. I mean it's legal in several states, but whatever. Not not having to justify myself here. Don't judge me, people. But I so I go in with her, and she starts you know breaking up breaking up some weed. She's rolling herself a blunt. I'm like, oh wow, this is, this is she rolls her own stuff. Like she's kind of a little bit of a gangster here. She rolls her own stuff up, and we we start smoking. And she gives me the part of this edible, and I take this edible, and I right away I realize I'm out of my league. Like she is an everyday smoker. Like I it don't take much to get me lit as hell, and so we're smoking this, and I realize right probably halfway into this thing, like she rolled a blunt. I'm like I am fucked up already. Like I had one beer before she got there, and I smoked that, and I'm like I am lit and i ate that edible she gave me as well and i'm like oh <laughs> fuck this is gonna kick in later and this is gonna be this is gonna suck because like i'm gonna i don't even really know how to act on this stuff so like so she we agree i'm like hey you want to go shoot some darts or something she's like yeah let's do that so you know we were telling her we were telling some stories about each other before we left and uh you know so by the time we hit the door i realized oh man i feel like this edible starting to kick in and <laughs> I'm feeling real weird right right about then. And so we get in the car and we take off driving and I'm telling her I'm telling her a story. I don't even remember what I was telling her. I'm just I'm talking to her and you know and I'm cracking a couple of jokes and and I'm thinking that, you know, my humor's on point. I'm pretty funny, but I mean I don't know. For all I know, I was saying a bunch of nonsense words like glue, ceiling, potato chips red paint and i don't know maybe i was making no sense but she wasn't laughing at anything i was saying and i was like okay this is i feel like i'm cracking some jokes i feel like i know that i'm a pretty funny humorous guy and she's not laughing what the fuck so then i'm thinking well maybe it's just that she's really zoning out so maybe she's just really high too i'm like i'm high as for giraffe's ass so <laughs> we, we get to this place it takes us about 10 minutes to get there we get to this place and uh, it felt like a 45-minute drive, though, because the conversation had just kind of taken almost a halt. I'm like, man, what is going on? Like, I, that's what's changed here. Like, I don't, I don't, we're both, like, really inebriated right now. But, damn, like, I don't feel like it's, like, should be that hard to talk, you know? So we get there. I'm like, you want to play some darts? And she's like, yeah, sure. So we go to start shooting some darts, and we're playing darts. And, you know, and, and I feel like finally the kind of conversations gets going a little bit, you know, and we're talking again and we're playing some darts or whatever. But I realized that I am like uber, uber, uber high. Like I'm just, I hadn't been this high in a long time. And I'm like, God damn, man, what, how strong was this edible that I ate? Right. I'm like, I'm freaking the fuck out. So I'm starting to have a little bit of a panic attack or whatever. Cause I'm like, I'm not used to being this high. And I tell her that I'm like, Hey, uh, man, this stuff is strong. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm, I'm feeling this and she just kind of was like, oh, okay. And, 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 and then the conversation went kind of dead again. Like it just, she wasn't talking or anything. And I'm like, do you want a beer or something? And she's like, no, she's like, I don't drink. And I'm like, why don't you drink? And she's like, well, it just, it gives me real bad, real bad anxiety with the medicine that I'm on. And I'm like, oh, what medicine are you on? And she's like, I'm on some anti-depression pills and, and some anxiety medicine and and i take another medicine for this for this disorder that i have and i'm like oh jesus christ what the <laughs> fuck you didn't say none of this stuff before we for i mean you know okay anxiety cool you know depression because i'm not you know trying to crack on any of that but like she didn't mention any of this before and i'm like oh i said but you can smoke and take that stuff and she's like yeah that has no ill effects on me and i'm like oh okay mm -hmm. whatever so <laughs> 
uh, we're, we're sitting there and we're, we're playing darts and I beat her. I win a game and I'm like, I go to high five her and she doesn't high five me, like leaves me hanging. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, shit. It was like, you just gonna leave me hanging like that? And then she just kind of gives me this weird look and she's like, are you ready to go? And I'm like, uh, uh sure. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe, maybe she wants to go back to my house and we're gonna, we're gonna fuck. That's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, I'm thinking we're, gonna, we're gonna have sex. She wants to go back to the house and then, so I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's do this. She so get in the car and I, we're heading back to the house and I get, I get lost and I know where I'm going. I've been to this bar a million times, but I got lost cause I was so out of it. Like I was just talking and I totally missed my turn. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, I went the wrong way or whatever. And mind you the whole time she's not saying shit though it, it went radio silent again and i'm like what is wrong with this chick man like you know why is she talking like so i would start talking and like saying some stuff and i don't like again i don't really remember what i was saying we get to the house and i'm like and i get out of the car and i'm like you coming in and she's like um i'm gonna call it an early night she's like my my car is over here and I just look at her and I'm like an early night and I'm like uh are we still going out tomorrow or she's like yeah I'll, uh, I think that sounds good I'll, I'll call you to let you know and she's like she goes do you want to my car's over here you want to walk me to my car though and I'm like oh okay so I like walk her to her car and shit you know and which is not very far away from my fucking front door and then we like did that real awkward like hug where it's like kind of mm -hmm. a pat on the back put your ass out she's like okay i'll call you and so then i'm just like confused as fuck walk inside my house sit on my couch and proceed to just sit in silence stoned silence for like 25 minutes wondering <laughs> what the fuck just happened like i had no idea like i she acted like she liked me and then she was silent and then she acted like she liked me and then she just went silent and then she starts telling me about all these meds she's on and why she don't drink and like you know but it's cool that i drink and and then she went silent again and i'm like did i say something like to to offend her and i'm trying to think of stuff that i said and i'm like i don't think i said anything wrong and i i don't know i was just confused as shit and about 40 minutes later, I get a text that says, hey, something came up. I'm not going to be able to make it tomorrow. And I didn't even respond to her. I just fucking blocked her number, blocked her on Snapchat, <laughs> blocked her on the Facebook dating app. You're the like, worst. This bitch is weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, and I still this day don't understand. The craziest thing was is that, that like the next week, her sister came into my dealership that I work at. And she's like, you're Kelly, huh? And I was like, what? She was ordering a part. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, my sister's so-and-so or whatever. And she's like, sorry about her. She's kind of weird. And I was like, no need to apologize. I feel like not. I dodged a bullet. You yeah, did not say that. You did her not. Her sister was, well, no, I did say that. I felt weirded out by her sister. Like, I don't know what the hell's wrong with her. You know what's the crazy thing was her sister is pretty hot. I almost asked her sister if she wanted to go out on a date. But uh, I think I remember her saying she had a baby daddy or boyfriend or something so her sister is kind of hot but then i thought nah don't do it kelly crazy runs in the family my god <laughs> i but think yeah I remember, that was it was weird i think i remember you sent me i didn't you didn't tell me this story but you sent me this girl's picture and she if i'm thinking of the same girl but she was it gorgeous is. it's a pretty one she was and she didn't look nothing like that though nothing like that she was nothing. so pretty Huh. She was, but I don't know if that picture was like from years ago or what, but she didn't look nothing like that when she showed up to my house. I was like, holy filtered hell. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is not the girl that I'm I, Anyway, long story short, I will not take an edible on a first date. And that's all I'm going to say. I mean, I don't, because, you know, no. I don't know if the edible is what, is what uh, you know, sabotaged it or what. But I'll tell you what, I felt really, really loopy that night. But I'm telling you, it wasn't all me, though, because, like, I can... I can be that way and still be funny. In fact, I think I'm funnier when I'm like that because I my filter, I don't really have much of a filter as it is, but the filter really turns off when I'm like that. So yeah. I'll be saying some stuff that, you know, it's like a stand-up comedy routine sometimes when I'm on that stuff. So I don't know. She was just weird. The way she, the way she would go silent and just not say anything. Like <laughs> I felt like she's the type to like watch you sleep and shit. You know what I mean? Like just stand mm. over and just watch you sleep and like, oh, what the hell are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm watching you sleep. Yeah, how about you not? Right. <laughs> let's, oh, let's my not God.
I don't know. She was just, she gave me some weird, weird, weird vibes. But yeah, I just remember sitting on my couch and in silence, just wondering what the fuck just happened. Cause the date literally lasted probably an hour and 15 minutes total start to finish. It was quick. Like that's including the drive and me getting lost on the way back. <laughs> like we played one game of darts and we were out. She's that's like, you ready to go? And I'm like, I'm like, well, we about to get it on. I totally misread that situation. Slammed oh the rest my of my God. Miller Lite, and I'm like, we're going to have sex. I was so wrong. Wow. I, I mean, think I was more likely to be killed than have sex. Whew. Yeah. We've had some doozies. Wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's my that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, um, I'm glad you made it out. Glad you made on to that one. Yeah, I mean, well, it's it's no like hooking up with that chick that had the five kids that one time and I had to jump out the bathroom window, but I mean, you know. <laughs> That's for a different that episode. Pretty... Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. That was a that one's pretty that one's a pretty good one, but yeah, different episode. Hmm. So well what do we what do we got on the agenda next? What are we what are we talking next? <laughs> well, <clears throat> Basically, just going into some draft talk, um, you had talked to me earlier about, well, we just like switched real quick right there, didn't we? We got all serious. Um, <laughs> That's what we do with Cowboys <laughs> and Chaos, baby. Chaos one minute, Cowboys the next, maybe Cowboys one minute, Chaos, and you never know what's going to happen on this podcast. That That is so true. Um, so yeah, draft day. What are you thinking? Stay put or trade back? I say we stay put. Draft. Yeah, I, I, you know, I sometimes I like it when we agree. Sometimes I don't. On this time, this time I like it that when we agree. I like it when we throw some, a little bit of, you know, volatile answers into the into the situation where me and you disagree. But I agree. I think we stay put. Take a guy at ten. Take who we take who we're wanting. It's gonna be interesting though. I mean, this draft is gonna be. I feel every draft is like that, but I feel especially especially with this one because of the quarterbacks, because I feel that there are possibility of five quarterbacks that could all go in the top 10 for, for sure. There's for sure. There's going to be four without a shadow of a doubt. There's four quarterbacks going in the top 10. So mm -hmm. if they throw a fifth quarterback into the top 10, then that means that that means some players can slide, you know, some players that you wouldn't expect to slide. Just kind of like how last year when we got CD lamb at 16, we didn't think he was going to be there. We didn't really need a wide receiver, but Hey, there he is looking at his dead in the eyes at pick 16. So, um, <clears throat> I want to see what did we pick him 16 or 17? I can't remember. I think it was 16 teams fast. I think we got him 17, but anyway, <laughs> but we, uh, you know, so I'm thinking that we're going to, we may end up with a player that we don't expect to be there. Or it may be the player that we want all along. So, I mean, if, if I don't really think that you gamble with, you know, trading back unless you know for sure whoever you're trading with that the couple of teams in front of you, like the Giants or the Eagles, ain't going to do some dumb shit, like try to draft the guy that you want. Because, I mean, like, I wouldn't put it past the Eagles to if we traded back to, say, pick 13, you know, Eagles sitting there at 12, the Eagles are like, well, we know the Cowboys want Sertan, so guess what? we got him and they're you know what i mean because they did that shit right. that one time with the tight end dallas goddard you know what i mean they're like wow we jumped up in front of dallas because we heard they were you know we were thinking about drafting goddard and philly jumped ahead of us to get him and you know just dumb shit like that i could see philly doing that i could see the giants doing some dumb shit like that so i just say we stay put at 10 mm -hmm. you know you draft you draft whoever it is that you have on your on your board as the you know Best player available is what I like to do. I think best player available just because, yeah, I get it. We we do have that need for defensive back. We need – I'd love to have Sertan on this defense. But, you know, if you got one of those tackles there and you got him graded better, um, you know, that Suell or Slater, you know, grab one of them. But best player available is the way I'd go. If, if Pitts is sitting there on the board at 10 and you think he's, you know, the more impactful player, well, then take Pitts. You know what I mean? Trust your trust your board. The Cowboys have put plenty of research over the last several months into these draft picks and these these kids. They've inter brought them in for interviews. Like they know who they like and they know who they right. have as their number one draft grade. And that's just do it. That's what they did last year with Ceedee Lamb. And hey, I mean, it worked out. Look, don't get me wrong, we had a shit defense. And but I mean, are we going to be happy that we got Ceedee Lamb? You know, five years from now, hell, this year, were we glad we got him? Yeah, fuck, the kid's going to be a beast. 
So, I mean, I, I don't regret that they drafted best player available in that scenario. And I think they should do that going forward. For sure. Absolutely. And I mean, I think it is important that we also realize, I mean, obviously <clears throat> one player is not going to make or break a season as a lot of people like to think, I feel, but right. um, yeah, I know. I feel like, yeah, we should definitely stay put because what comforts me the most is that the Eagles or the Giants aren't going to pick before us. You know what I mean? So even if Pitts is gone, yeah. we don't have to worry about him, them taking him. Sertan, like, you know what I mean? I feel like right. we're, in, we're in a good spot. We're in a good spot as far as where our other the other teams in our division are. I'm comfortable with it. I'm saying whatever happens, happens. Go with the best pick at the time. I'm... Well, yeah, and then you know, I, and then I also, I also think too that you know, as you're as you're drafting and when you're drafting, you also have to think about that too. You got to think about the fact that the Giants and the Eagles are drafting mm-hmm. right behind you because let's say that you say, you know what, I'm not gonna get this guy because, I mean, let's just say Pitts is sitting there, all right. And let's say the Cowboys think that he's the best player available at that spot, which, you know, consensus is, you know, from lots of draft experts, which they can be wrong. Absolutely, they can be wrong. I'm not trying to sit there and say this is a, the book it solid. He's going to be the – he will be as great as they're advertised. But there's a lot of people that say he's the second best player in this draft. So if the second best player in this draft drops to you at 10 – are you really going to pass him and say, you know what? We really need DB. Let's get Sertan and let's let Pitts drop to the Giants. Let's let him drop to the Eagles. No, you wouldn't want to do that because, I mean, you know, then you're facing this dude that, who could end up being, if he's as good as you think he's going to be, I mean, he could end up being the thorn in your side for the next decade. You right. know what I mean? If you mm-hmm. if you think he's that guy, you draft him. You know what I mean? You draft him. And if you still, if DB is that big of a need, look, the Cowboys got a lot of those, com, you know, those compensatory picks. Well, they got some, they got more picks this year in the draft. I think they've got more picks than anybody, any 32 teams. They've got the most draft picks. So make a small little package of draft picks, get a couple of draft picks or whatever, and trade back up into the bottom of the second in second or the first round, sorry, the back end of the first round and, and get you a, a DB. You know what I mean? There's, depth to be found at the defensive back position people are acting like if we don't grab you know a defensive back at the number 10 pick then we're screwed we're done you know well Mm -hmm. what if we do draft Sertan at 10 and he don't pan out like we thought he did is our season over no because we I mean we we got several other people that are going to fill in for other spots is he the only DB we're going to draft I doubt it I, I bet we go, I bet we get a couple of DBs, maybe even a safety in this draft. There's still players in free agency to be had after the draft. So like, <laughs> Richard Sherman. Exactly. See, I mean, <laughs> you know, there's talent to be had is what I, you know, is what I'm saying. So I think yeah, that you draft the sure. best player available, whoever the Cowboys think that is. And I, I trust them to do that. So, yeah, my thing is if we don't get pits, which I will be shocked if he's still there at 10, but Hey, CD was there last year. We'll see. But um, I don't want just if we don't get pits, then I don't want to see us get another tight end. Like, I feel like if we were right, to get pits, right. that would be an exception. Like we are only getting him as a tight end because he is not human. Like he did you. OK, I don't know if you saw me tweet yeah. this. His wingspan is almost two feet longer than I am tall. Think about that. That's fucking insane. Well, yeah, that I mean, it's it's I don't get me wrong, completely insane. But I mean, don't you live in like a little treehouse and your neighbor's a Keebler elf? Uh, no, Kelly, I live in a mushroom. OK, thank you. I live in a mushroom. <laughs> get it right. I'm just giving you shit. You, but you ain't that tall, man. I'm just saying, like, if his, I know, his wingspan still... is like two feet longer than me tall. No, I know. He's a freak of nature. He is. He really is. But, you know, it was like I said earlier today when I, I tweeted out something today about these, you know, they throw out all these flash words like generational talent, you know, can't miss prospect and all this other shit. Well, yeah. how many times have we heard that? in a draft only for a player to come out and be a complete bust 
many, many times. I mean, they, they said, a, I remember a lot of the talk about Jamarcus Russell, and that dude is probably one of the biggest busts in, dra in NFL draft history. They said a lot of things about him. <laughs> I remember when they were comparing, um, you know, they were comparing Reggie Bush, uh, you know, to some of the greatest Gail Sayers uh, type comparisons, saying he's going to be one of the greatest running backs ever. Now, you know, what would I call him necessarily a bust? I mean, he had a pretty, pretty lengthy career in the NFL, but he never panned out. He never came up to the those to that those expectations that everybody held him to he was never that guy I love you know Bush. so i mean there's lots of them ryan leaf i mean you could go on and on and on naming guys that have been colossal busts who have been touted is... as the next great thing so you know I, I mean i do too i think he's a great dude but i mean they he definitely didn't live up to all that oh i just think he's super he fun usc i think he's like super hot but um what i was gonna say is um a good example of this, more recent. Um, do you remember Maurice Claret, who played for Ohio State? I do. He was amazing. He was an amazing running back. Had, I mean, every, he was one of those, like, pristine prospects. You know what I mean? Like, generational player, yeah. like, up and coming. You got to get him. And he just, granted, he did a lot of stupid shit. I don't remember right now off the top of my head, but I know he got into some trouble. But, I mean... It's weird because you don't know. Like, as soon as a player leaves collegiate athletics, they could turn into a different person. You know what I mean? Like, they could get caught up. They For could sure. look at Aaron yeah. Hernandez. Well, I mean, he, yeah, yes, Aaron Hernandez. he did his fair share of foul shit when he was in college, but, and he still made it and had a pretty successful career in the NFL, but. My point is, you don't know when they get caught up in that lifestyle. You don't know how they're going to act, how they're going to act in certain situations. I mean, it's really hard to yeah. tell, no matter how talented they are. So yeah, no, that's true. I mean, you remember Vince Young when when he, same thing with him. Vince Young was a great collegiate quarterback. I mean, you know, he won it on the biggest stages. You know, he, you know, Texas, USC, that national championship, go down in history as one of the greats. But you know, once he got drafted, I mean, hell, there was a there was that game where he wanted to, you know, he wanted to leave the game because there were fans booing him. Like he had like a little breakdown in, in a game. Like his it wasn't a mentally strong quarterback. You know what I mean? He yeah, it affects people differently. You know what I mean? And so right. and it's yeah, a whole you, different you, game. You never know. It there, is a it whole is. different it is absolutely. Game. There are great collegiate players every single year who get drafted and turn out to not be able to cut it at the next level. I mean, you can, there are, there are, in fact, I'd, I'd, I'd rather see that there's more great players in college that turn out busts and great players that come out and actually live up to those expectations. I mean, you can just, I mean, there's name after name after name of guys, you know, Johnny Manziel's. Um, oh I mean, God. They're, yeah. They're just, they're, they're all, they're all over the place. You know what I mean? There, there's guys that you think are going to be these great, you know, players, and they turn out to be whiffs. And guaranteed this year, it's going to happen again. There's going to be players that are drafted in this first round that are going to have high expectations that are not going to be great. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it it just it it happens. You know what I mean? I guarantee one of these, if not one, probably a couple of these quarterbacks um, that are drafted in the first round probably will not be starters. You know, five years from now, they'll they, they're they may be washed out of the league by then. So mm -hmm. it happens. So I don't get too caught up in all this hype pre-draft hype and all these experts saying all this stuff i just i trust the cowboys to do their jobs to do their research and take you know take the best player available because i think the cowboys have drafted overall they've drafted pretty well they've had their misses but i think that they've hit more than they've missed on a lot of these guys that they've drafted and you know I'm, i think that they can do it again i think this is a good draft i think there's a lot of talent sitting there and a lot of options for them to go at, uh, mm -hmm. at that pick number 10 for sure overall yeah i would have to agree overall um, <clears throat> we have done pretty yeah. well. All right. Well, we don't have much time, but real quick, one other thing we did want to touch on the 17 game season. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Your name. I, I like it. I like it. Do I you? like it. I, um, yeah, I think that they were, it's weird that it's an uneven number though. I don't yeah, really like I don't like 17. that. That's the one thing I'm, I don't uh, like that. that's like the OCD in me. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's like, you know, I don't know. I'm going to, I don't know. What, what am I going to do if the Cowboys can't go eight and eight? 
You know what I mean? That <laughs> right. kind of became a number that I got used to a little bit. Now we can't go eight and eight anymore. Now it's going to be eight and nine or, you know, or nine right. and that eight. And one conference nine. is going to get an extra home game. The other will the next season. Odd number. Right. And there's only, yeah, I just, there's only one bye week. I, yeah, I, I feel like that's a long ass season for this game. Don't... No, I'm just gonna say my my whole thing on this is it's going to eventually be it's going to eventually turn into an 18 game season. If not this next couple, of, it's going to go to 18 games. I know it's coming. They've talked about it. They've been talking about 17 games for a while. So in my opinion, why not just take it to 18 games now? It's an even rounded number. That way you don't have to worry about the one you know team getting the extra home game. Just go to the 18 games now and and throw in an extra bye week. You know, I get that there's these steps they got to go through, but I feel like it's it's coming. It's going to eventually be an 18 game schedule. They, you know, whether it's, you know, two, three years down the road, maybe five, whatever. I think that they're going to look they look because here's the thing. More games equals more revenue. So cut away these preseason games that they got, these meaningless preseason games. Take away the preseason games, two preseason games, add two extra regular season games, two bye weeks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Each team gets two bye weeks. And then roll it on from there. I just, I don't know. I don't like the uneven number. But I'm never going to say no to more football. So having an extra week of football, having an extra, that means another week of fantasy football. That means another week of the Cowboys playing. Um, I'm all for it. That's true. I mean, I'm all for, you know, the longer the season, the better. I feel like football season is way too short. It goes by so fast. But at the same time, there are a couple of things that I don't like about it. But overall, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I'm excited for the schedule to come out. I am definitely wanting to see the dates because that means I can start actually buying some tickets. So when is the schedule released, you know? Uh, It's usually after the draft, like end of May. Well, no, it's usually... Mid-May, I want to say. Hell, I don't know. It's It's got to be somewhere around the end of the draft, so it's got to be probably May, I would think, because typically, you know, they want to start selling tickets mm-hmm. early enough because you got preseason in August, and then the season starts in September. So, yeah, I, I would say you're right. It's, I, I bet you it's probably in May. I do know it's after the draft, but, right. yeah, it's got to be sometime in sometime in May, so... Uh, that's that's uh that will be a show that we have when they when I do the uh when they do that uh schedule release and they've got the dates and everything we're gonna we're gonna have to walk through the walk through the 17 games and Ooh, go that each, one, be each one of those games that'll be a good that'll be a fun show I'll definitely I love the schedule release schedule release is oh, almost like it's almost like Christmas day for me I just I love looking at all the different teams that we're going to play and what dates we're going to play them, you know what I mean? And what, what order we're going to play them too. Cause that has a lot to do with oh, you know, how sure. your team's going to fare. It depends if you've got to run through a gauntlet of difficult teams or if you've got a real easy part of your schedule. So yeah. Right. I like to see when our bye week is. I want to know all that stuff. So we definitely have yep, a lot, a lot to look forward to. So yeah, I think that's going to wrap up another episode for us. Thank you guys for listening to Cowboys and Chaos. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Cowboys and Chaos, and we will catch up with you next week. Bye. For sure, Cowboys Nation. Till next time, we out.